Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Probably one of the most important things that will take the most strain off our life uh, the most strain off um, just off everything off relationships as well marriages and is finances that's me financially uh, the strain of being in debt so today I've entitled our gathering become debt free become debt free look what Proverbs 22 verse 7 says the rich rule rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. Mm. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. See, a lot of this, when, when it talks about the rich uh, ruling over the poor, it's because of debt. That's right, it's because banks rule over us when we're indebted to them. See, debt uh, brings us in a place of submission financially to institutions that charge us interest, that make money on our money. And uh, I gotta tell you, it's, uh, we have to strive, you know, strive hard to get out of debt. You know, uh, financial, uh, financial pressure is devastating to families and to marriages. I mean, you know, I do marriage counseling and when I do, uh, I always tend to talk about the finances and, and, and in many cases, you know, you have people who are not uh, flowing together financially and it causes a lot of strain. You got some folks who are spenders, some folks that are savers and, and sometimes uh, people spend, spend, spend and don't realize uh, what they're doing. They just, they want things and uh, there's nothing wrong with having great things. But there's also a time for it, amen? The best time to buy something is when you have the money. <laughs> That's right. Instead of going into debt to get things. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that we have to go in debt for, right? But, the, but we don't have to stay in debt. See, that's the key. The key is if you have to go in debt, don't stay in debt. See, I believe that it's a major, major problem. And see, what, what we need to do is be very, very strategic, finding things to uh, maybe taper off or glean off or, or just kind of cut out of your, of your budget, you know, certain things that are not necessary. You know, Rose and I have been through very difficult financial situations in our past. And you know what the first thing we do? We cut off cable. We cut off anything that has nothing to do with our uh, monthly budget, right? We did that when, I, uh, when the mortgage industry went down. And it was really amazing because once we cut the cable off, you ready for this? You know what we did instead? We enjoyed time with our family. <laughs> we couldn't sit around the table. We couldn't sit around and watch television for over a year. We had no cable. We decided we're going to cut everything out. And so you have to make a list. Listen, make a list of all your debts today. Make a list. Make a list so you could see exactly what it is you're 
you're up against because many times once you put it in paper and you have it in front of you, it takes it out of your mind, right? Because that stuff clutters you and you can't find your way out. And uh, I just recently sat down with someone and we listed everything, their income, the tide that goes out first, and then we worked all the numbers out. And we sat down and looked at paying off the debts. And you see, once you start targeting it, once you make a list, now you have to focus your faith and efforts towards moving this mountain. Move this mountain of debt out of your path because you're paying interest on top of that. And God forbid, if, you, if you're if you late on a credit card, man, your interest rate goes through the roof and now you're paying an absorbent amount of money to the bank. We need to stop the bleeding. <laughs> hey, listen, right there, stop the bleeding. That's right, stop the bleeding. Get out of debt. Let's see, your life is worth it. See, when you're out of debt, you can do things. You can give your tithes. You can give offerings. You can be a blessing to God's kingdom. You can take vacations, right? We paid off all our debt. We have no debt other than my mortgage, right? And I'm paying that down quicker than quick as well. See, just because you have a mortgage, never make the minimum payment on your mortgage. Always pay extra because it accelerates your mortgage, it accelerates your payoff, and it saves a ton of interest on the back end. See, I've crunched the numbers recently, and we put a chunk of change even in the ministry. God blessed us, and we took some money and paid it down. You know, by paying down a, uh, a chunk of change towards one of our properties and bringing down the balance, just that payment alone saved us $13,000 in interest. It's not So not only did it lower our balance, but now the interest that we saved was over $13,000. We skipped all those payments and all that interest. So we need to get really serious about being financially set free from debt, especially as the economy gets more challenging. Man, pay off your stuff, focus. You may have to do it without a little bit. You may have to pay the price. Uh, you may have to maybe skip some dinners that you normally do, but you know, schedule your dinner in, but don't, you know, maybe don't eat out as often, right? Uh, and, you know, do the things that you need to do. Listen, some folks need to get a, a part time job for a season to pay off their debt. Because once you get out of debt, there is a freedom. That's right. Financial freedom is what we need to do what God has called us to do. And listen, debt is the proof of impatience. Debt is the proof of impatience. Because we go in debt because we want something now. Something we really can't afford. So we want it now. And we end up going in debt for it and paying this interest. It's nice that we're enjoying this this thing that we have but man you know we don't have to go in debt to get it you know if we if we're able to to save maybe take a little time right to do without it but save up so when you pay for it, you pay cash you know I, I don't have, I haven't had a car payment in over 20 years I remember that I sold the car I had because it was I loved my car it was great but I couldn't afford that payment so I sold it and because I was accelerating the payments, I actually walked away with some money, which was really great. And I was able to buy a car with that money I made. I made $5,000. So I just went out and bought a car for $5,000. 
I mean, it was, in, it was nice. It was those in the Suzu Trooper and I bought it. And you know, since then I've never had a car payment. I paid cash. I saved up some money. And a few years later, I, I sold that same car. And guess what I sold it for? <laughs> $5,000 what I paid for it after driving it for two years. Took a little extra money I had saved up throughout those two years. And I bought myself something for, you know, I think it was like 8,000. So I just bought, and then you know what? God just blessed me, you know, and not having a car payment is such a great place to be. So even if you do have one, pay it off soon. You know, I actually set up a strategy where I sit down and we start taking all the debts that we have and we start doing the snowball. You pay the least one first, take that payment, add it to the next thing and keep doing that over and over again. Man, listen, even paying off your house, don't make the minimum payment. Always add more, always add more. Don't think that just that just because the payment is here, throw some directly to the principal. You'll start saving on interest. And I'm telling you what, you'll see your life change. So I, I know I've spent a little time doing this, talking about this debt thing. It's, it's, it's better to live simpler, right? And not have all these bells and whistles, but stay within what you know your your budget and your finances are if you're good if you're a good steward with what you have god will give you more so you know start start drilling it man i'm telling you start drilling it get yourself out of debt we need to do it as soon as possible and you know i believe one of the ways that we do that is we begin to pray begin to ask the giver that's right ask the giver look at matthew chapter 7 verses 9 through 11 it says or what man is there of you whom his, his son asks for bread and he gives him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, he gives him a serpent. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give, give good things to them that ask him? Mm. Listen, ask God, ask the giver. See, whatever you need already exists, so ask ask the giver ask and ask with joy you know pray and ask the lord to bless you there's nothing wrong with that ask the lord to give you strategies especially getting out of debt ask god and he will reveal something to you you know god will give you favor when you have a desire to get yourself financially in order see somebody wants to reveal his power to you see i believe that god will give you favor God flows through people and God will give you favor with somebody that has the power to bless you. See, your boss has the power to bless you. He has the power to give you a raise. He has the power to give you promotion. So you see, we need to find favor and how we find favor is by asking God, walking in the spirit, right? Even at work, no matter what the circumstances look like and God's favor will be upon us to the fact that now people around you that have the power to bless you will want to bless you, right? See, because I believe that receiving requires qualification. Mm. Receiving requires qualification. And one of the greatest qualifications that we can have is to be good stewards and then ask God to help us. And God will intervene. God will bless you. And, you know, ask God for discipline when it comes to what you're going through, especially financially as well. See, and I know that when you do that, God is going to bless you. And then always remember, listen, I believe that debt, that we need to be delivered from debt. We need deliverance from debt. 
So what do we do? Aim your seed towards deliverance. Aim your seed towards deliverance. And, and I put on my budget, I put going to the movies. I put, I put fun stuff too. It's not just like I'm going to, you know, deprive myself of everything. But long story short, I put on paper and I still had a little bit of money left over. I started applying that to my credit cards and started and then paying down one and then paying down the other one. And man, within a very short amount of time, in a year and a half, I was debt free. And, and I didn't know any way that I could do that when I saw it because listen, numbers don't lie. People do. That's right. Numbers don't lie. People do. And sometimes we even lie to ourselves and we get overwhelmed Say, man, how am I ever going to get out of debt? Listen, put it on paper. It makes a huge difference when it comes to aiming your seed, because even though you're working your way out of debt, you cannot take the seed that God wants you to give to his kingdom and use that to pay off your debt because now you're not going to have a harvest. And I saw that God blessed me because I kept tithing and I kept giving offerings even while I was paying off my debt. And man, I'm telling I just got to tell you, it happened quicker than I expected. It was a blessing and somehow God blessed me financially and I was able to get out of debt quicker than I expected. Look at in 2 Samuel verse 24 and uh, um, chapter 24 verse 25, it says this, and David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. Now listen to this. So the Lord was entreated for the lamb and the plague was stayed from Israel. See, David started give, gave an offering because there was a plague that was killing people in Israel. And God honored that. See, offerings impress God. Offerings impress God. See, when you bring something of value to the Lord and you offer it to him, that gets his attention. And see, when you read about these burnt offerings and burnt uh, peace offerings, uh, they, they would sacrifice animals, right? Bulls. Well, guess what? Those animals had value. See, those animals could be sold on the market for a good amount of money. Instead, they would take those and they would give them as burnt offerings. So yes, it was an animal. Yes, it was an agricultural culture, right? The culture back then was agricultural. So farming and of course, uh, animals as well, right? Raising animals for food. So you see, so when you, when you took an offering and you laid it before the Lord, I mean, offering a bull was a lot of money and they did that as part of their offering. See, we don't have bulls now that we offer. We don't have all these things, but God has blessed us with a job and blessed us with finances. So instead of bringing uh, something that's worth something like a bull or, or a sheep or, or, or even a tenth of your crop, which you could sell, you would bring it and burn that. We bring what God has blessed us with in our finances. See, this is awesome. O offerings impress God. They always have and they always will. That's right. David understood this and he aimed his seed like an arrow to get a message to God. See, it worked. The plague stopped. And see, we need to aim our seed at the plague of depression, at the plague of debt, at the plague of unsaved family members. We see though we need to aim our seed and do offerings. Not, not the tithe. The tithe belongs to God. You're bringing it, but take offerings above your tithe and aim those at knees and you'll see God do some amazing things. See, when you plant a special seed faith offering, 
to the work of God, expect incredible favor. Because when you take care of God's house, God takes care of your house. To make sure that we get ourselves out of debt and we, we start doing what God has called us to do and prepare ourselves to be a blessing to others. Amen. And praise God. And listen, and always remember, that's right, when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.